It's time for St. Peter's Better Health Update, brought to you by St. Peter's Healthcare System, treating you better for life. Here's Bill Klaproth. Children face a wide variety of health concerns during this time of year as the summer starts to fade and shifts into the fall. Arnaldo Abreu, MD, Director of the Pediatric Emergency Department at the Children's Hospital at St. Peter's University Hospital in New Brunswick, New Jersey, is an expert in treating children suddenly injured or sick and in advising parents about the precautions that they can take. Dr. Abreu, thanks so much for being on with us today. So what are the most common childhood injuries that are seen by physicians in the pediatric emergency department in the summer as it transitions into fall? Uh, I guess the uh, most common injuries are fall-related, uh, either indoors or outdoors, uh, especially associated with bicycles or skateboards, uh, and they can result anything from minor bruises and scrapes uh, to uh, fractures. Okay, so those type of injuries that you see, I mean, it just makes, it's just common sense at that point, right? You should wear a helmet, you should wear knee pads, what other things would you suggest to keep kids safe from these type of falls? Right. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, wearing a helmet, uh, especially while uh, bike riding or uh, being on a skateboard are extremely important. And unfortunately, there's still a lot of kids out there that do not and uh, unfortunately sustain a significant injury. So uh, helmet use is very important. Uh, proper gear, uh, sneakers, uh, uh, just being overall careful um, is uh, very important, and that um, basically is up to the parents to make sure that uh, is done. You know, wearing a helmet for kids is can be uncool. You know, I don't want to wear the helmet, Mom, because that's uncool. As a physician, what type of advice would you give a parent in trying to communicate to their child, hey, you need to have this helmet on. This is for your own good. But kids don't want to listen to that. What kind of tips would you have for parents to help them you know, make their child understand they need to have that helmet on? Well, uh, the most important thing is uh, if mom or dad are going to ride a bike, they should wear a helmet as well. Uh, you're not going to be too credible uh, in enforcing helmet use if uh, you yourself do not. Uh, so the number one thing, if mom and dad wear one, then obviously the kids will be more likely uh, to do so as well. Uh, so... And if I was going to say, so leading by example then certainly is uh, one of the better ways uh, to do that. Absolutely. Is there, is there a certain type of helmet that you would recommend or any thoughts on helmets or just any you know decent helmet you buy in a, you know, a sporting goods store work? I mean, uh, they're all safety rated. Um, so I guess in order to make it more, um, I guess, cool looking for the child, have the uh, child pick his or her uh, helmet. Uh, they come in different colors, uh, designs, so uh, pick one that the uh, child will like and uh, you'll probably get more use out of it. Okay, and what are the common seasonal illnesses then, if we move from injuries to illnesses, uh, that kids, you know, as they get into that group environment in school, the contagious diseases, what are the common things that you see? Well, I mean, once uh, school uh, gets in full swing, uh, the more kids uh, are in contact with each other, obviously, contagious illnesses such as the common cold, uh, stomach bugs are, uh, you know, uh, pretty much more common. Uh, 
very good way to prevent that is obviously if your child is sick, uh, don't send them to school, and uh, try to uh, make sure that they wash their hands, especially before uh, eating uh, or when they uh, come home from school as well. Any other tips to help parents protect uh, their children against these illnesses? Uh, well, the number one thing is strict hand washing. And uh, as I mentioned, if they are sick, uh, even if they don't have a fever, probably uh, better to err on the side of caution and just keep them home. Okay. Um, so kids are back at school now. They're healthy. They're good. They join their baseball team or football team or track team. Can you talk a little bit about sports-related injuries as well as kids go back to school? Right. Uh, once the uh, kids go back to uh, their school-related sports, uh, we do see an uptick in uh, injuries. Uh, so uh, before the uh, season starts, it may be a good idea to get your child uh, exercising again so that it's not uh, something uh, that just they start all of a sudden without being conditioned. Uh, that would be important. Um, and also, again, the proper gear and uh, equipment uh, is important. Okay. Any other specific advice for parents as far as sports-related type injuries? Obviously, you know, football uh, kids playing football, you know, run the risk of, um, you know, hurting themselves in different ways uh, versus track track athletes, uh, etc. Any other sports-related advice uh, for parents for kids that are, you know, in sports or uh, extracurricular activities? Uh, what I see sometimes is uh, that while they are participating in whatever sports uh, under the uh, guidance of the uh, coach or trainer, they do wear their appropriate gear. But a lot of times these kids will then go off on their own with their uh, teammates and uh, play you know, someone's yard or in a park and use their protective gear such as uh, helmets and I see a lot of injuries that way. Great point. R great point. You know, when they're under supervision of a coach, they have all the proper equipment, but you're right. When they get in the backyard or out in the field somewhere, they're not. So great tip for parents to make sure that those kids that are in those type of sports are using the, the proper gear when they are practicing away from school. Great point. So now, so that's a, a, a perfect segue. So now, say they're back at home. Are there certain things in the home that kids need to be aware of, as far as child-proofing a, a home for children? Oh, that's a uh, good topic. Um, again, falls are uh, the most common injury uh, that kids uh, sustain while inside a home. Uh, but there's a lot of things uh, as well that parents need to be aware of. Uh, if you have little children, toddlers. Uh, obviously, small uh, items that they can pick up and uh, choke on are uh, uh, very um, common and should keep them away uh, from their reach. Uh, things uh, in particular, uh, small magnets, uh, button batteries, are or can be quite dangerous if a little child does uh, ingest them. Uh, things like keeping medications and cleaning products out of their reach uh, very important as well. And if a child does get injured, you know, when should a parent bring their child to the emergency room? When, when do you know, yes, I should, or, or no, I shouldn't? Well, uh, anything that uh, involves any type of loss of consciousness, uh, obviously 
you know, not just uh, going to the uh, local emergency department, but uh, calling 911 as well. Um, anything that involves any kind of significant bleeding, uh, any kind of uh, extremity injury where you see significant swelling or a uh, deformity, um, anything that causes a child to be uh, in intense pain for more than just uh, a couple of minutes, anything that causes change in their behavior or alertness uh, should prompt a, uh, a visit to the ER. And what should parents expect when they arrive at the emergency room? Well, um, usually when uh, patients arrive to the uh, ER, uh, there is a process called triage where they are assessed uh, usually by a, a nurse or an emergency technician uh, to um, sort of uh, make a determination as to how serious uh, or acute the illness or injury is, and if it's uh, something really important, uh, they usually get brought in right away. Uh, if it's something that they determine uh, is not that urgent, uh, they may uh, wait a little bit, especially if the uh, ER is uh, packed or uh, full, which does happen uh, on occasion. And Dr. Abreu, is anything that I missed that uh, you want to mention to parents about keeping their children safe as they transition from summer into fall? Well, I mean, uh, I guess uh, swimming pools are still open, um, mm -hmm. so we always need to be vigilant in terms of small children being around uh, not just a pool, but any body of water, whether it be a pond, a lake, the beach, uh, and keeping in mind that just because your young child has taken swimming lessons does not necessarily make them drown-proof. So there should always be close, direct adult supervision whenever you have small children uh, around any body of water. Excellent point. So thank you so much, Dr. Abreu. We really appreciate it. And for more information, please visit stpetershcs.com. That's stpetershcs.com. I'm Bill Klaproth, and this is St. Peter's Better Health Update. Thanks for listening.